knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Damn these Biloxi blues, it happens every night. And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. Definitely have not. Summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notice, and I'll see you at another time. Sing it. This highway does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I no. don't care. Headed my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare. Right to the hook right here. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Low. Budget live, not so freaking live. This is the podcast for Monday, December the 13th, 2021. Hope all of you are doing well out there, you bunch of low lifers. And if you are new to the program and you're wondering why you just got called a low lifer, well, it's what the listeners, the faithful listeners of this fishing slash everything else podcast call themselves the low lifer so welcome one and all that is a song i wrote called biloxi blues and man i i am i'm dragging a little bit today because of biloxi blues y'all know i've been talking about it on here for the last couple weeks and we finally got to do the thing last night at the mule house in columbia tennessee such a beautiful beautiful venue uh, got to meet the owner last night, Blair Garner. Blair is a radio host. Some of y'all probably know him out there. He's been all over the country doing the country radio thing, but he started this uh, beautiful venue, man. It's uh, it's the nicest. You know, I, I've been fortunate to play a lot of places over the years, and I've been fortunate to go see a lot of cool concerts over the years as well, just as a fan of music too. And it's, it's in my top five. I mean, it's it's an incredible, incredible place. So, uh, thanks to them for having us out. Thanks to the Vagabonds for asking us to be a part of the show. And thanks to everybody that came out. We had a great time at Biloxi Blues, of course. The full band back together on stage again. And we uh, we threw down some Biloxi Blues along with a bunch of other originals. And it was it was a very, very good time. It was good for the soul, man. Uh, we had a, a short set 
but music is something that uh, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you know is very important to me in life. My uh, entire history, uh, you know, as far as things I've been passionate about, songwriting and and fishing since I was a kid, man, and and uh, so it's so cool to get to to get to do both, you know, and uh, you know, I don't I don't get to play as much as I used to. That's a young man's game. <laughs> Chasing that uh neon rainbow around, but we uh we like to throw down when we can. And last night was a was a an awesome experience with those guys. The Vagabonds are just great. So good live and uh, just a really cool time. I got to take the kids backstage. My rider D, my 10-year-old says, "Dad, this is this was on my bucket list getting to go backstage at a concert." <laughs> Says so uh, very cool. Speaking of music, I'm just going to throw this teaser in there. Next week's podcast, we're having a musician on that loves bass fishing, but plays in one of the biggest bands on the red dirt scene in uh, red dirt country and. I'm so freaking pumped. I can't uh, I can't express that, but that's my that'll be the week of Christmas episode and that'll be my Christmas gift to myself and to anybody that likes music. We're going to talk fishing, we're going to talk a lot of things. And uh I cannot wait for that. So you you're not going to want to miss next week if you like it at all. Um if you're into music. I'll just tell you that. I don't want to say who and I don't want to say what band, but I'll just say the timing of this is very it's just amazing. It's amazing. So I'll tell more about it next week and who helped me put it together. And, and uh, But just a little tease, just a little tease. I uh, wanted to start this week also by saying thoughts and prayers to all the victims of the tornadoes. When you live where I do, southern middle Tennessee, we are no strangers to terrible storms. Our area, for whatever reason, my you know, majority of my life has been really, uh, you know, a magnet, and uh, I've seen them. I have had to ride a lot of them out. I have uh, had friends and family that have been, uh, you know, impacted by tornadoes over the years, and um, it's never something that you want to turn on the news and see, and, and from Arkansas to Missouri to Kentucky, it's just terrible. It's terrible. Up around the Kentucky Lake area, I've got some friends up there I've been talking to. No water, no power. A lot of a lot of uh, folks lost their lives. So, um, you know, just terrible, terrible, terrible night there, um, Friday night this past week. So keep all those folks. I mean, it, it's just when they hit at night, it, it's always scary. Uh, you know, they're obviously terrifying anytime, but at night it's just, man, it's just the worst. And, uh, we had, we had a doozy of a week with, with storms. We, uh, I woke up on Monday. I had to, had a TH Marine sales meeting over in Gunnersville, Alabama. I had to get up for, get rolling, get over there. And we woke up to the tornado warning and literally on the radio, them calling out basically my address. <laughs> And uh, and being like, yeah, it's on the ground and coming right here, man. We're I don't have a basement or storm shelter, which we should have a storm shelter here in this neck of the woods, to say the least. But uh, we had to get under the stairwell, and it was uh, it was an intense about ten or fifteen minutes. It's a crazy way you didn't need any uh, caffeine, no Red Bull or coffee needed Monday morning here at the Duncan household, to say the least. But uh, 
keep all those folks in your thoughts. That's uh, that's for sure. It's it's just man. I when we've had bad ones here, we had an F five here uh, when I was a kid, twelve, thirteen years old. Man, I was never. I'll never forget what those storms do and uh, how they impact folks. So always hate to see that. That's I love living in the South, but uh, and obviously they can pop up anywhere and they do. But man, this this Tennessee Valley area and then of course up there. Arkansas, Missouri, Kentucky, where they got it, they they get it too. They definitely get it. And it seems like anytime we have them in December, it's just a lot worse. And it had that ominous feel, man. Friday night, it was like 74 degrees at 10 o'clock at my house. And I was like, oh boy, batting down the hatches. And uh, we just got some straight line winds. We were, we were blessed to not uh, have a tornado on the ground here, had, had a watch and uh, no warnings or anything on Friday night. So, all right, just wanted to uh, definitely wanted to express that because no bueno, man, no bueno. All right, let's uh, let's jump in this thing. Let's get uh, these sponsors in here that make all this possible. We sure appreciate the sponsors of Low Budget Live and the Traveling Circus and all things Luke Duncan Enterprises. I, that, that that's got a ring to it. It's got a ring to it. First and foremost, Startron kicking ethanol in the teeth. In your chainsaw, and your weed eater, but more importantly, in your side-by-side, your four-wheeler this time of year. But when you park that bass boat, you better drop you a dab in the tank. This bottle will treat 256 gallons of gas. Don't worry about buying that ethanol-free gas and paying too much. We're already paying too much at the pump. Put that old regular in there. Drop you some Startron in the tank. It will kick ethanol in the teeth, keep it from gumming up the works. And if you store that boat for longer than three weeks, you're going to want to get some StarTron in that tank. We appreciate StarTron bringing you Low Budget Live week after week after week. Sims Fishing Products, the makers of quality, quality, quality outdoor gear. That's some good-looking stuff, man. Some good-looking, you know. Uh, you can you can get your rain suit at Sims. You can get your sun protection at Sims. You can also get some, some, some good-looking stuff to take your wife out on a date. The Triple Threat has... Really appreciated the fact that Sims has helped me up my fashion game because normally I wear sweatpants, maybe some joggers, and a hoodie this time of year. That is absolutely what I'm rocking all the time. But with Sims, I've got some nice button-up shirts now. (laughs) Oh, me. So I appreciate the folks at Sims for, uh, you know, helping me out with the triple threat. I am here to remind all of you low-lifers, you get one life, fish it will. Pro Guy Batteries, it is Christmas time. Get your daddy some batteries. Get your brother some batteries. Get yourself. Treat yourself. Just don't put them in a stocking unless it's the lithiums. Unless it's the lithiums because they weigh half of what the AGMs weigh. They might not break the mantle. You're going to want to use code LBL10 at checkout to get yourself a discount. And last but not least... Hang the banner right here. Express Boats Hot Springs, Arkansas. Building excitement since 1966 and the official boat of Low Budget Live and the Traveling Circus. We appreciate those guys out there. Amazing people. Building an amazing product. I have got the 2022 ship ordered. It's going to have that Yamaha show on it again. The new show. New and improved show. Cannot wait. That motor was bulletproof for me this year and uh, can't wait to 
runner. The new one just looks mean, man. Looks mean. But uh, be getting that boat late spring. But the X21 Pro with the C deck. Love the boat. Going to have a new walkthrough video coming out here in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to kind of show you. I, I get questions about the wear and tear. You know, what's the sea deck look like? I've got, you know, 100 hours or so on the motor. Spent a lot of time in the boat this year. Just going to, you know, do a uh, do an honest review on how it's holding up for me. That's, uh, that's what the low lifers like to see. So Express Boats, we appreciate them bringing you low budget life. All right. Here we go. Got a uh, got a good buddy of mine coming on today, and one hell of a fisherman. Uh, we're gonna get to him just here in a minute or two. But wanted to, wanted to uh, say congratulations to Shane Powell for winning that Bassmaster Team Championship. That's a cool event representing the Alabama Bass Trail down there. But Shane Powell, former. A little trivia, if you haven't seen it online yet, but former team tournament partner down at Auburn University with the one and only, some dude named Jordan Lee. I've always heard Shane, he's a monster, man. He's a monster. Catches him up, you follows his home lake, but uh, well overdue for something like this. But so cool to me, the story, Matt and Jordan, you know, when Jordan makes the classic through college, Shane was his partner, and... Jordan makes it, then Matt makes it. Shane never got a chance to make the Classic years ago. Now, getting to go to the Bassmaster Classic, and I promise you, he'll have something to say about it while he's over there. Shane, is uh, his reputation precedes him. He is a, He's an animal in the water, man. He's a fish catcher. So, congrats to Shane Powell and, and uh, Bassmaster hosting that event. I, I think it's really cool that they give – Weekend anglers an opportunity to make the classic through that team format, and I think I always think it's it, it is like the college bracket to me too. When they they win the team deal, hey, congratulations, here's your trophy, yeah. And then they're like, now we're enemies, and you got to fish against your buddies. Jordan Wiggins won it last year. Very cool, man. ABT showing out Alabama Bass Trail without question. Without question, just full of bass catching folks. And uh, it's one of the toughest trails in the country, man. If you can perform there, you can go get you a dose at about any level. I'm telling you, if you can be consistent, there's so many just just absolute freaks of nature in that uh, in those fields. And speaking of, I'm not a freak of nature, nowhere close. Uh, I'm hoping that my partner can pull us out, but me – and little Trey Swindle, the LOB himself, will be fishing the Alabama Bass Trail Top 100s next year. We start in about three weeks, as a matter of fact. Very cool trail Miss Kay Donaldson puts on there. ABT 100s, they allow pros to fish, weekend anglers, guides, whoever. One-day events, $25,000 first place on a Saturday. Come on. Come on. You get fortunate you have a good day. You beat 99 incredible fishermen. Guess what? 25K. That's a heck of a payday, man, for a Saturday tournament. Entry fees are, are not that bad. Uh, I think it's $1,000 an event, so $500 a man per tournament. Dude, that's that's uh, that's chump change to fish for that kind of money on a, on a fine Saturday. Regional events, of course, not that far away from home. 
and uh, really looking forward to those with little Trey. Last year, incredible field, man. She had Alex Davis in there, Gerald Swindle, Lee Livesey Fish, Jordan Lee. I'm probably missing several more. But uh, on top of just incredible, the Mark McKegs of the world and, and a lot of other just incredible, incredible fishermen uh, from, from North Alabama and South Alabama. And, heck, I think she said 13 states represented next year in the, in the roster. So looking forward to that. And uh, I'm calling Gerald Swindle out right now. G, me and little Trey, it, it, you and Ryan and I, better watch your gas tank. going to be some sugar in it. Ain't going to be no Startron. We're going to put some sugar in there. It's going to happen. Calling him out right now. Me and little Trey did decide that every tournament is just us versus Gerald. Even if we're 99th and 100, it's just between us and Gerald. I don't care about anybody else. <laughs> Trey's like, you know, we got to beat Uncle G. And I'm like, that's not going to be easy. <laughs> Justin Atkins fishing those this year, too. I'm going to get to... Uh, Mix it up with those guys, but those will be so much fun, team team tournament style. So we are uh, definitely looking forward to that. All right, I'm going to text our guest right now, see if he's ready. For those of you just listening, I am texting the guest right now, and we will uh, we'll wait on him to fire back. He is um, – he is – one of my favorite folks in the in the fishing industry, and we're gonna we're gonna dial him up right now. He has almost four hundred thousand dollars in earnings over on the MLFLW FLW side. I got to know this guy through the FLW tour. He's really not been on the the pro fishing scene that long. Kind of made a splash in two thousand sixteen at the Forestwood Cup on Wheeler. Made a top ten there. Rookie year, he's made the Forestwood Cup every year. He's fished professionally. Uh, or the title event, RIP Forcewood Cup. Uh, but he is a consistent, consistent, consistent angler and has just this fall snuck in, last guy in, to the Bassmaster Elite Series through the Central Opens. My man, Joseph Webster. What's up, Luke Duncan? What's up, brother? How are you? I can't complain one bit. I bet you can't right now, Mr. Elite Series Bound. Well, I'm a little excited. I just <laughs> had that meeting of, this week? Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I mean, it, it's kind of a dream come true. You know how that is. And no doubt. Well, I don't know how it is making the Elite Series because I'm not a hammer like you, buddy. But, uh, I, dude, I was just looking through your, your stats and, like, we've known each other since the first year you fished on tour and we got to be buddies and – and you were a guy I always look forward to seeing out there and, and cutting up with. And, dude, you you are just like this picture of consistency. And it's so crazy because you know your buddies do good and you, you see them getting top tens and you see them. But, but you've made the championship every year you fished. That, well, I, I, that's I, insane. Well, I appreciate that. It, it's, it's just, you know, sometimes it's just meant to be the good Lord <laughs> taking care of you, but. You know, I, I I had a couple years that was a little subpar, I guess. But I kind of I kind of the year I probably done the best on on the tour on FLW part there is, you know, I I come out doing really good on the points and I could do things a little different. But but you know, it just uh, it, it's it's been good and 
I, I work pretty hard at it, even though I run another business. I, I do a lot of st- look, you know, reading up on stuff, looking at videos and all that. And, you know, I just kind of believe if you work hard, it'll all work out. Well, I, I think that that's something I've always respected about you a ton is you do, like you said, you run a business while you're a professional angler. And, man, there are so many of these guys that they just fish all the time. And I know you get a lot of time on the water, but you run your own business while you're doing the FLW, while you're out there chasing this, man. And, and that is that can be a distraction. But talk about what's that what that's like because I feel like so many people – see pro fishermen they think well man all that dude does is fishes every day <laughs> well uh you know i i run a spray foam insulation business and uh, run four or five guys and y- you know it, it does get to be a, a distraction at times you know the phone ringing and people agitated at me a little bit because i don't get back to them as quick as i need to and <laughs> you know you know when you get up before daylight and you fish till dark you come in and eat and I do fall short sometime. I don't get back to people within a day or two, and then it turns into the tournament, and it's a week, and they're, they're, they're mad at me and all that. But <laughs> I do think at times, though, it makes you fish a little bit not safe because you know that if your guys are working at home, you've got money coming in. So, you know, let, let, let's let's just go for it right here. Take some chances. Yes, sir. Guaranteed. So, but, you, you know, it just uh, – you know, we're talking about kind of going to the elites here. Now, it, it seems to be a – I don't know. I mean, you're fishing against less guys, but, you know, there's some there's some big names over there, and, and <laughs> yeah. I've got my work cut out for me right here now. Well, so all your success has been pretty much with, with FLW. That's kind of where you made your bed. You came came with the TBF there. You make the cup, first cup, top ten, just – was it TBF or All-American that you got to I, the cup? I can't remember. I come through the TBF. TBF. I won the national championship on that, you know. And, you know, I've made four nationals through the TBF. And the the one that, you know, I was kind of about ready to give up on it because it's so hard to do. And mm-hmm. and uh, Dia told me, my wife, when I left, I said, uh, you know, I ain't going to worry about this too much. I'm just going to go up there and get this old wig and, you know, get on back and, <laughs> She said, you watch and see what's about to happen. And sure enough, it just fell right in my lap. It was like it was meant to be. And that's the living, that turned into the living, the dream package then, correct? It it did. And, you know, that kind of, you know, for a weekend anger, that, that, that was a pretty good deal. You know, give you a truck, boat, and uh, pay for your entry fees into the tour. And uh, at that time, it qualified me straight into the cup. And uh, it was at Wheeler, and I knew a little <laughs> bit about that. So yeah. that, that, that was pretty good. Yeah, all of a sudden it's like Joseph Webster is everywhere. <laughs> and then the next year you were out there mixing it up, man. Made the cup again, and uh, you had two. You've had two top tens in those cup or title events. You're no, you're no stranger to those big events, man. But what what came down though for you? I mean, obviously you fished the opens. You've been close before, but this year I know the schedule just was like a softball for you. You were like, oh boy, you were you were. Definitely choking up on the bat when you saw that central schedule, weren't you? Well, I, I did, and and but what kind of threw me for a loop was is, you know, I fished Smith all my life, mm-hmm. but then we had that high water and they throwed it to the fall. <laughs> and boy, I, now during practice when it was high, man, it was as good as I could ever imagine. It was a blast. I was like, this right here, there ain't no way we're gonna have this tournament because everything's too good. But you know it. 
it may have worked out just like it was supposed to. You know, Pickwick was a little early than what I like it because I like them a little bit off the bank. And, mm-hmm. and uh, but on Pickwick, I, I, I done some scanning and fishing shallow and I could catch a few. And I was like, man, but I, I got on some stuff that was uh, kind of back when I was a kid and stuff we fished that you couldn't scan. And uh, I pulled up on one spot and boy, I just three or four in a row there and i'm like well this is good and then went down and rolled across another spot similar and they was there and and then the first day of the tournament i'm like well if i could just get one of these four holes it'll be pretty good and man i rolled down through there and i had all four of the holes i wanted to fish on that thing so Unreal. i caught them every single day of that thing so it, it, it was good yeah you made a top 10 there at home i know that was that was awesome for you in a Bassmaster open but then little shaky at grand a little shaky. I'm watching those stand. I had to come home. had a, had a unfortunate emergency. I had to get home for. Her. But uh, man, you, uh, I was watching first stand. I'm like, oh boy, oh no, <laughs> oh no, because well, you know I was, was pulling for you. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> man, you was thinking, oh no, I was thinking, oh no too. You know? <laughs> and and you know, I kind of kind of felt like a dog when he has to go out in the bathroom and he's drawled up and. <laughs> And he takes off and he sets down again. I was like, boy, this right here ain't real good. Now I'm <laughs> and, you know, my sidekick lawyer, he, he calls him out. And I said, I ain't got no answer for you. He said, well, you better get tightened up tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know, it just, uh, I, by one point, what about that? I mean, by one point, skinny dang teeth and, and uh, on the Prosnick double qualification, too. I mean, it was it was tight, tight, man. It, uh it, you know, I, I couldn't be happier for you, though, man. I know it's uh, it's a dream come true, and so you've made the decision. Uh-oh, we lost Joseph Webster right there. See if we can get him back. <laughs> Please hold. All right, got you. Bad gummit, we lost you. Uh, but I, I know it's got to be a dream come true for you, like you said. But where, I mean, like this career with FLW – you mentioned right there, Jeremy Lawyer. You and him, thick as thieves. I think y'all may be twin brothers, really, to be honest, if we went back and looked at some DNA testing. I'm not sure. Uh, well, I, but, I look a little better than he does. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, he bald. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's bald. And he's, he and he's from he Missouri. Can't he can't help it. He nah. can't help it. <laughs> but <laughs> but you, you guys are thick as thieves, and he he's over there still, but you're going you're gonna to be on the Elise. But – I mean, did you have any reservations about leaving FLW? Because uh, great people, obviously, the FLW folks, you've been there like I have, great people. And, and any reservations leaving, or was it just like, hey, this is Bassmaster, they got the classic, the Elite Series are going to be on Pickwick next year. I mean, was was that uh, – how was that decision for you? Well, you know, I, I owe my career to the FLW. You know, they have been really, really good to me. I, I had no intentions on leaving until I qualified. And, you know, in 19, going into the last tournament, I was uh, I was in the top five in the points in. And I think, mm-hmm. think they took five, and I finished seventh. And, uh, you know, at that point, me and lawyer talked, me and my wife talked, we all talked, and I was like, if I make it right now, we don't. I don't know what the change is going to be. You know, mm-hmm. I, it was 100 and something boats over there, and, Everybody was going every direction, and I was like, you know, I don't know. I was kind of caught in limbo there, so it might have worked out the way it was supposed to. But, you know, when I done well at Pickwick and then 
Smith come along, done well at Smith, and then I thought, you know, this this is a uh, I'll make it this time. I, I'm going to try it. So, you know, I may have to fight my way back through some other channel sometime in life, but I, I, I think it's the best decision for my game. That's for sure. I, I I think it is too, buddy. And and so, who will you be uh, running with over there? You got you you got your travel partner? Or are you going to be flying solo? What's the plan? <laughs> Well, I ain't come up with no plan yet. I'm staying with buddy. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Well, you out then. You don't have a plan. <laughs> well, I don't know. That, that rascal there, he, he don't know if he wants to train horses or go fishing. So, you know, we... <laughs> He's pretty good at both, I think. Yeah, I, well, fishing he might be, but the horse riding, I, he better leave that to his daughter. <laughs> buddy so. Gross, of course, all you lowlifers listening, if you, if you missed that, Buddy Gross... We'll be running around with Joseph West. That's going to be a dynamic duo on the Elite Series. Well, uh, maybe it will. You know, I my, my sidekick. I we've gone two different directions, but you never know. One of these days, we 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 may end up around each other again. Who knows? There ain't no doubt about that. So, are you going to fish anything else other than the elites? You going to jump back in some opens next year, or the heck with them and only focusing on the elites? What's your What's your plan overall there? I'm going to fish the opens. I think it's the southerns because I'm going to be in Florida anyway. So okay. I thought I, I thought I would start there and just uh, I, I'm I'm kind of a guy if I go to these lakes a little early, whether I do a whole lot of fishing or not, or if I got a fishing rod in my hand, it just seems like leading up to the tournament, it just makes me more comfortable with what mm-hmm. I'm doing because if I if I'm not fishing a tournament, I don't fish for fun a whole lot no more. Business is good and. So much going on around my place. It's just uh, I kind of throw it to the side when I come home, and I probably shouldn't. I understand that, though, man. I, I've talked about it when I fished FLW. Unfortunately for me, I think I fish more now than I did when I fished FLW. But I, I would come home, and you got so much going on because you're gone a lot with that that I would not fish except for at events or on the way to events, you know? And it was just like, dang, man, it, it's hard to – you see so many guys going event to event to event to event or fun fishing. Look at a guy like Jacob Wheeler. He never stops. Never stops, yeah. man. So well, many of these guys are just obsessed. Look at his success. That probably That's shows right. why. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, looking you know. at the schedule for next year, I mean, obviously, Pickwick's one in June. I'm sure you've circled 90 times on a calendar like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but is there any other tournament on the schedule or lake you're looking forward to going to or you think – uh, you know, that you, you like your odds? Well, I, the only one that really is kind of makes me nervous is the first one at the St. John's because I've never been there, and mm-hmm. it's kind of up and down every time they go. Different but, different fishery every single year. Yes, and then you got, you know, the, the Harris chain. I, I buy I bet about 500 there. Either I make a top 20 or 120, so, <laughs> you know, that. That's Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's Florida for me, but, uh, but Pickwick, if, if I was to ever do well on one, it, it could be good because I think a lot of those fish will, you know, they spawn late up there, and, and it takes them a little while to work their way to some of these places. And I, I think some of these fish will be missed by people because it'll be a, a weekend with boats everywhere, and, you yeah. know, it, it, it won't be an easy weekend to fish. And so, yeah, I, I like Big Week. I, th- I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I think that one's going to be good. I think uh... – I think you and uh, a little fellow named Justin Atkins will have a lot to say that week. I'm looking forward to that. Of course, you know, Justin, I'll give him hell because 
everybody picked him on fantasy fishing because I ran my mouth about it before the Pickwick one this year, and then he just <laughs> didn't do worth a damn, and so <laughs> I got to give well, him crap over. <laughs> well, you, you you know it could be you know you, stuff like that. You think you've got so much history there, and sometimes you get lost in it. And no I have before, you know, and you know, I mean, take Smith this year. I mean, I had never you know in the open, I ain't never fished a lot of those big trees, and. Went up there, found them on top water, and I thought, boy, right here's where it's going to be. And just the last t- practice day, I thought, you know, I better try them again and nothing. And kind of figured out they was down in them trees. And, I mean, if you if you, if you you don't fish the day with these guys instead of oh, history man. or what you've done early in practice, man, they're going to they step on you for two, from two or three different ways. No doubt about it. I, me and Trace Wendell were talking about it. I've never had a tournament, I think, that I've ever fished. And it always changes. I think you would agree with that. From the first day you get there to the time, it's depending on the year, time of year, but it definitely changes. But that Smith Lake event, for whatever reason, man, boat pressure from, from the Smith Lake Bass Fest to us being there, whatever, but from a week before – that tournament started to when it started. It changed so much. I've never seen a fishery change like that. And and they just got hard to catch because it hadn't been that just crazy hard to get a bite, a uh, keeper bite for me anyways. I mean, it just – and a lot of guys I was talking to, but, man, it got tough. Well, I, I think what happened there, it, it, you know, did it affect the fish? Yes, but – you know, I think it affected those stupid herring more no than it did the fish. And Great point. When you, and when you drive them down, I mean, you're just going to drive the fish down with them. And, you know, I think they got where they wouldn't even moving around much. So kind of caused the fish, I think, to get a little lazy. And I think I think that's what happened because, you know, you know, like I do a week or two before you ride down the lake, it'd be busting somewhere. Yeah, that's and right. buddy, that. That stopped. Yeah, it went it went away. I saw it a couple times in official practice, but not much. And then it stopped. But even even for me, I, I was fishing shallow some too, and there the fish up on the bank got weird and got you know everybody's going in and out of pockets. And it's it is I, I everybody that listens to this show gets so sick of me saying this. I have no doubt. But the opens are they're the toughest tournaments. You know, Toyotas and opens. I believe you know you're fishing against pros. You're fishing against great locals, but but in the opens, you've got these just huge fields of over 200 boats, unlimited practice. You you earn your stripes in those, man. You get in that top three, top four, top five in points in those. You freaking deserve it. There's well, no I mean, doubt about I, it. What, what what happens there is I think is everybody practices. They catch a few fish where they blow into your area, and then there's three or four boats. That's right. And uh, if, if you don't kind of have a different mindset and – I think that's what beats people in those opens because, you know, you roll in there with these four or five boats. There's a reason there's four or five boats there. And if I can catch two or three fish with them four or five boats, that's two or three I needed and that's two or three they didn't get. And then that's I right. roll on to somewhere else. But, you know, it's that everybody thinks they're going to find a spot on their own. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you better back up and just go fishing on a Monday or Tuesday during the week. You're going to do that. That's nowadays. exactly right. I always say in big tournaments, if you are by yourself – you're either blowing it out by 20 pounds or you're in 150th. <laughs> Most of the time, Most of the time it's the other way. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> uh, any, yep. any, uh, any good finishes I ever had on the FLW Tour, you were in the middle of 20 people <laughs> all the time. I mean, it just worked out that way. And, and, and it's hard to win a tournament like that. It is. But then again, you know, those $10,000 checks is very nice. Yes. I mean, 
you know, that, that was a, a theory that me and lawyers kept for years. And, you know, if we could leave there with $10,000 checks, no matter where we finished, at the end of the year, we made about $80,000, and we was pretty satisfied with that. Exactly right. You're going to make eighty grand. you are going to... You're going to end up in every championship. You know, you do that yep. other than the elites, you're going to make – if you can continue your consistency like you have at FLW, and I have no doubt you will, you're going to be in the Classic every year, man. And and I don't know if you know this or not, Joseph, but you can't win the Classic if you're not in it. So <laughs> if, you're, if you're in it, man, chance to change your fishing life, your, your entire life winning the Bassmaster Classic. And I know – for you, a guy that's done this for so long, that's a that's going to be a dream come true one of these days. So, uh, dude, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. And and uh, you've you always text me about LBL, and and uh, you've always been very kind to me out there on the road. And uh, and I, hell, I miss seeing you, dude. I hope I get to run into you this year somewhere. I, we saw each other a couple times at the opens, but uh, those crazy things were so scattered out with the staggered weigh-ins. You feel like you don't see anybody at them, and no meeting, you know. I agree. So, but does this mean uh, that uh, I'm a low lifer now? You're officially a low lifer. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. You're you're on a <laughs> you're on a short list of low lifers, uh, guests of the low budget live yeah, podcast. That's what I'm buddy. talking about. So, <laughs> hey, you can rub but, that in lawyer's face. You can be like, yeah, you've won some stuff. But so uh, what? Yeah, I he, do need he, to get he, Jeremy on here for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, he 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 would be a good one. So, yeah, me and him, home. me and him's had some good times, like everybody, but. You know, it, it's it's hard in this world too to to get somebody that you really trust, and share stuff with. No and doubt. Man, me and him still talk about it every other day, even though we're kind of going different directions right now. But uh, we it's become a good friendship, that's for sure. No doubt about it. He's a he is uh, he's a dang good one in this old sport. And uh, there's a lot of those, man. You know it like I do. There's a lot of good fellas in this thing that uh, I'm proud to know to say the very least. Well, dude, uh, next time you're up this way, I know you said you're getting your boat wrap. I want to. I want you to sit out in here in the old bar and grill. Uh, I'm going to be out of town this week, but we'll dang sure do one here for long. All right, buddy. Appreciate I everything. appreciate it. Hey, Thanks thank you. Tell, tell Miss D I said hello, and y'all have a Merry Christmas. You too, buddy. Right, thank you. you. Buddy. Joseph Webster right there. I mean... He is, uh, he's funny, man. Joseph is is a great dude, and, and just like I said, look at that track record. Incredible consistency that will definitely carry over into the Elite Series. And just wanted to have him on. He is uh, he's somebody I think a lot of, man, and and uh, he has over the years like, man, that was, that was a good podcast. Blah, blah, blah. Texting me and um, always, uh, always keeping up, even though we don't get to see each other that much anymore. All right, that's going to do it for this week. I am uh, I'm worn out. I'm not going to lie. I am uh, I'm old and staying up till uh, midnight just doesn't this doesn't work for me anymore. It just doesn't. <laughs> not at all. And uh, we we had us a large time in Columbia, Tennessee and and uh, recording this on a Sunday. Of course, this is the podcast for Monday, December 13th, but I'm recording this on a Sunday and fixing to go hang out with the uh, the family, go look at some Christmas lights. And uh, get ready for Christmas coming up. Make sure you're getting that uh, your wife or significant other. Make sure you make sure you're getting them taken care of on some gifts. It's, it's ticking, it's ticking. I'm warning y'all every week. That don't say I didn't warn you. Don't say, Luke, shame on you for not helping us with this. Don't say that because I will. I'll delete your comment. <laughs> Be sure to hug your mama. And your dad, I'm going to take you out with a little Biloxi Blues.
right now. I will see y'all next week, and I promise you we're going to have a fun one next week. We're going to have a real fun one. If you like music at all, next week's going to be a good one. Here we go. See y'all. Spanish moss, a Civil War ghost. Well, I'm going to leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens at rest. This highway, it does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there.